Another guy that was part of a great generation of driving. He won himself multiple championships. And he can actually do it again. It's a, I don't want to say long shot, but he's the guy that can dethrone. Well, okay, take down his teammate, Antron Brown. Again, the guy's won many top field championships. Tony Schumacher joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Tony Schumacher, NHRA top field champion many times over. What is it that you have to do this weekend or Antron has to do to lose the championship? What is it that you have to do in this championship race in Pomona to win the top field championship for 2012? Well, that's a great question, man. we got to win the race. Uh, we're 65 points out. You get 20 points around, but you can pick up a few in qualifying. And, and last week, actually several of these weeks, we picked up you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 points qualifying. So even though we're 65 points out, if we can gain six qualifying, uh, we'll pick up a whole round. So uh, you know, just keep our heads down, go out, win the race. And, and uh, if we don't, well, heck, my teammate's world champ. A lot of folks are talking about how this might come down to another Dougie Coletta final where you've got to set, yeah, where you got to set low ET track record again, win the race, and do all the madness and the voodoo stuff that you did last time. Do you have that in you again, man? You know, I, man, I'll tell you what, the conditions were so darn good in Reading, Pennsylvania a few weeks ago, and Antron's world record's so tough. you got, you got to remember, Doug Coletta also won two rounds that race. Hey, I didn't have to do any of that stuff if he went out first round, and I think the key right there is the pressure's on Antron. Look, if he goes out and wins a round or two, he's going to be fine. And they've had some incredible luck, but you got to look back at last weekend. They go out and get beat first round, and we pick up well over what we need next week to be the champ. So it's, we're not saying it's, it's a no-brainer, lock me up, give me the trophy. We're saying it's an extreme long shot, but it's a much, much better chance than it was two weeks ago. Much better chance. Tony Schumacher joins us here in the Speed Fix Pits. Crash, go ahead. Might be nice if I turn my mic on. Hey. <laughs> Tony, we yeah, sorry about that. Tony, we just had NASCAR journalist Ryan McGee in here, and he mentioned, you know, if he was a driver, he would want. We were talking about cheating, by the way. He said if he was a driver, he would want his crew chief getting busted because he knows then that his crew chief would be pushing the limits for his benefit. Is that kind of the same in drag racing? You want your guy pushing the envelope? Or look, you know, I don't know. I, I've never sat in a NASCAR in any of the meetings. I don't know how they're watched. Um, you know, but you hear all the stories about the old-timers, and they said, if you're not pushing it, you're not really trying. Everyone's doing it. Uh, our stuff's pretty well-regulated, and uh, the, the problem I'm having right now, there's 10 Army tune-ups. You, a long time ago, it was just myself, Alan Johnson, one car, and my dad had two cars. You know, they decided we're going to have three cars, and Alan Johnson left, started two cars. Uh, you know, he helps Morgan Lucas's car, works with Coletta's, but so far from being able to cheat, everyone has the same stuff. And there's so many smart people out there. I don't know. I, I, I think if you had a car running a tenth faster than everybody else, you might want to look at that. But we're all running within thousands of a second. So, uh, you know, I, I love it. People are saying, you know, we're cheating even legally with our canopy. And it's, it's such a ridiculous thing. The thing is heavy. It's, it's been proven in... in uh, you know, at Purdue University, not to have the advantages that they all thought it had. It just looks fast. But I haven't won a race. I mean, I won Indy with it. I haven't won a race since. So, guys, there's 
all kinds of cars going fast. And, and what the other guys are doing, you know what I like? I like the fact that the fans are getting their money's worth. Who cares who's doing what? We're all doing it by the right rules in our own ways. But the fans that pay you know, 40 50 bucks to get a ticket, they're seeing the best race. And I think this year in top field that they've ever seen. So, you know, NASCAR, I think all the cars push the envelope a little bit. And, and you hear about it. This guy gets a run thrown out. That guy gets a run thrown out. What are they doing? They wouldn't get a run thrown out if they weren't doing something that wasn't in the book. I think NHRA covers it up because it's kind of political, you know, and sure don't want this guy or that guy getting thrown out, but uh, we're just pushing it, man. I think the key is to any former racing is to have smarter guys on your team than the sanctioning body. <laughs> if you got smarter guys, we'll always find new ways to go fast. <laughs> Yep, you got to do what you got to do to win a championship. <laughs> That's a great point. I could just park, just park Antron's car, go out and win the race. That's not how we do no, it. <laughs> but that's not fun either. You want to go it's up to the absolute last minute, yeah. It's how I have lived. My career has been, I don't care what people say about who they like or don't like, I have been blessed with the greatest career. All the racing championships have come down to these last-minute monster moments, and and. And we've just been so lucky to win them. I mean, I've won them with uh, three different crew chiefs, different teams and people in all different ways, from winning one race in a season to 15 in a season to setting a world record winning the last race. It's just been an amazing, uh, exciting career for me to be part of it. Tony Schumacher joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, NHRA top fuel pilot, multi, multi-champion for top fuel. And we're talking about Jimmy Johnson as part of the show. You as a driver that's won multiple championships yourself, watching what Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss are doing, do you admire what they do him, or you just kind of give him a thumbs up and say, I know what that's like, what he's doing? A little of both. I think he's a phenomenal driver amongst some other phenomenal drivers, and I think that's what makes it so darn good. He's not the only guy out there that's a great driver. There's other amazing drivers, and he's still doing it, which just shows the level that he has of, of driving and his ability. And, and the combination between the crew chief, the crew, uh, those guys just work so well together. It's, it's uh, you know, you can sit back and uh, I'm watching Antron do it. You go, hey man, I think I got a better car, but he's got these brakes, and they're not brakes. They make them. They create those uh, the, the good luck scenarios and, and the good fortune. Antron goes out. I run second low ET of, of the round in Dallas. Get uh, by the guy that runs low ET, and Antron smokes the tires first round and wins the race because the guy's brakes. You got to push that. You start to run really well, and other people falter and they choke and they make mistakes. And that's what both uh, Antron Brown and Jimmy Johnson's teams are doing. Tony, I learned something this weekend about Jimmy Johnson in that when he wrecks a car in a race, they take some of the wrecked pieces and parts and they wind tunnel test those. And then they find out how they react in the air and how they need to fix a car at last minute in a race and what they can get away with with the, the way the air blows around to still be fast on the track. Is that something you guys do where you take wrecked pieces and stick them in the wind tunnel and test those? I mean, because that's, that's amazing to me that I've never even heard of a team doing that before. I have not heard of that, but I think it's brilliant. I really do. I mean, and again, if I wreck uh, uh, parts or pieces, it's in a 1,000 foot run, the new pieces will be back on. So it doesn't apply at all to drag racing because we'll put a brand new piece on it that isn't bent up or hurt. But uh, for those true. guys to do that is, is tremendous. Now, you know, people are, I've had more people call up to me and say, I got this new wax, you're going to go fast. Well, the truth is, 
having a car wax doesn't make it go fast. There are areas of a car that you want orange peeled and you want it to look like a golf ball. You want it to create drag and, and create the ground effect that you want. And, and it's all different. And it's knowledgeable teams that have used wind tunnels and are uh, and have spent a lot of time in them that know how to what angles should be slick and what angles should grab and hook. Those guys are good though because you go out and bang a car up first round and have a, a fender bent on the right and and uh, it no longer conforms to the rules. If that's the case, and you know that a right fender is better bent down lower than the NASCAR allows a rule, I'd be out there banging into someone first round. I mean, there, there's all kinds of things. It, you know, you got to have a car that's set in this position when it starts. That doesn't mean you can't smack it in the front end. I don't know. Guys are a lot smarter than me working on those wind tunnels. I'm sure they have ways they can uh, adjust the rules as they're going. Freak Nation, you'll have a chance to see greatness at Pomona, and this is one of the guys that's going to either push his teammate to a championship or he's going to surpass his teammate for another championship. His name is Tony Schumacher. Schumacher, thanks for staying up late and coming to the Freak Nation, my friend. That no, was a good time, man. Drove back from Green Bay. What took my boys to Green Bay game today? Ooh. Wow. That was pretty now, cool. That's pretty a little cool. weird, though, because I thought you guys were Bears fans. I am. I'm from Chicago. My son, we have a house up in Door County, Wisconsin, and my son, Michael, who's nine, is a fanatical Green Bay fan. You know, he just, and I think he's just too much like me and and wants to be exactly opposite of all his friends, and that's cool, whatever. You know, and and so we were up there, and he goes, you know, Dad, uh, Green Bay's playing tomorrow. I'm like, whatever. And he goes, it's at noon. We can make it. I kid you not. He had the stats, the plan, and everything laid out for me when we were up there, and I said, fine. I, I, I literally ran out of excuses and said, fine, get in the car, you know, and we went to the game. And it was a blast to see, for him to see his first game uh, and be there with him because I missed so much of their growing up uh, to be there and, and take my boys to their first football game and watch them, and it was pretty cool. Is that your first time to Lambeau Field? Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> awesome. That's a cool father-son experience. Wow. It was great. It was fantastic. I mean, just. I don't get. I missed half the most of their football games, and I try to coach as much as I can. But I miss most of their stuff. Uh, you know, we have an incredibly difficult uh, schedule. It was just. I got to see Anthony's first home run. Was filming it, no less. It's just a lot of cool moments I, I, I miss. But uh, a lot of them that I've been to this year, that, that was very special. I took some great photos, and I have to post them on Facebook. All my beer friends are going to be calling me here soon. Well, well, Tony, you can talk about the stuff that you missed, whatever. The thing is, what yeah. you just did today is, that's that is awesome. Nice. And you got, like you yeah. said, you got videos now, you got photos. Moving forward, it's a different story. It's all good. Well, Schumacher, yep. go back and enjoy your wife and enjoy some time with her tonight, okay? You betcha. All right. All right, Tony, good luck this weekend in Pomona. I'll see you in a couple days. All right. Tony Schumacher, NHRA top fuel pilot, joining us here in Speed Freak Spit. Statman, you hear the – you hear – I heard in his voice at the top of the, the interview – that he really wants he he's not going to spare anything with Antron. He would love for it to come down to that last race or something to, that Tony Schumacher has to do something phenomenal to win another championship stat. But that's Tony, you know. I mean, we we've been with Tony before in Colorado and elsewhere where you know we've heard him say I want to beat the guy. He, Tony wants to win. I mean it, it, how do you win what seven championships six in a row without wanting to win? Teammate or no teammate, yeah. he wants to win and he's going to he's going to do his best to get it. I wanted to ask him what it, it pressure's elusive, 
but if if he feels any pressure chasing down a championship versus somebody chasing him, or what kind of pressure is Antron under uh, being chased? That's a very good point because that's two sides of the coin. And, again, that's the antithesis of what's happening with Kozlowski. This guy's not won any championship. He's contending for, a, contending for a championship versus a guy that's going for a sixth. There's so many different emotions and really reactions on the track, off the track, whether it's doing interviews or not. It's, it, it, you're, it's not even the same cat-and-mouse game that you're right. Well, and Antron. Antron's never won a championship in top fuel. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Wait, it's kind of the same yeah. thing here. And he's not. Well, he's, he's never. He's never. He never won in bikes either. You know. I mean, yeah. it's like Tony last year when he uh, went after uh, Carl Edwards, and Tony's won two championships, and he just said, "I'm I'm coming after you." And uh, you know, I guess Schumacher could have. Tony could have done that with Antron. Who knows if that's not his personality? I think it is. But, uh, you know, I mean, maybe he just decided not to because it's his teammate. But he could have done what Tony did last year and said, I'm coming after you. Get ready. You know, it's funny you say you heard in his voice. Actually, what you heard in his voice was different than what I heard in his voice because I thought he started the interview with us a little slower than usual. And I thought, huh, this isn't the Tony Schumacher I remember from a couple championships ago that was just freaking on it, and this mm-hmm. was his, he was going to take it. This time he seemed just way more laid back, and I, I, my interpretation of that was he's okay if he doesn't win this, and maybe that's not enough to win it, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe say Antron's going to take it. Well, what did he say? Yeah, I don't know about that one. 60. I don't know about that one at all. When Tony when Tony gets the bit in his mouth, he's going after it. That's just that's that's what he's done in the past. That is true. Yeah, yeah, you don't win seven championships not wanting an eight. You know, Statman, you're talking to a girl, Crash Gladys, that takes a hit when she's holding a fourteen, and the dealer's showing a four. Oh, would you shut up? I do not. Yeah, you do? <laughs> no, I do not. If the dealer's showing a four, no. Because you always assume they have a 10 underneath. Now, Kenny, whatever. 16, maybe. 